Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, May 5th. The colors of the rainbow have not only a visual impact, they can also affect you vibrationally when they resonate with the field of energy surrounding you, that is to say, your aura. Surround yourself with pure colors. Muddy hues can obscure mental clarity. Bright hues can induce brighter emotions. Color should resonate with your nature as it is and with the qualities you would like to develop in yourself. The whole subject of color and how it affects us is just such a marvelous thing both to experiment with and to enjoy. I always like um, to experiment with things that are, that are mutable and easily changed. I prefer hair dye to tattoos, for example, <laughs> because hair dye is changeable tattoos even later on, if you change your mind, you're still stuck with them. Clothes are marvelous. Colors are marvelous because you can just keep switching them. Of course, tattoos have become exceedingly common and popular these days, and I'm not really judging. I'm, I'm half joking with this. But at this stage in my life, I've been through a lot of phases, and I'm glad that I never went permanent on any of them. That's all I can say. I remember hearing a charming essay, uh, a woman reading on the radio, and she was speaking in favor of semi-permanent hair dye because you had to commit yourself to a certain extent, but you could still get out of it. It was going to change in a certain period of time, even before you simply cut it off. But color is a, a tremendous force. We take it in visually, and color is also its light itself and its certain vibrations of light. And we are made of light. And the light that is us is also vibrational, and manifests as certain colors. Um, this is the aura. This is very common understanding these days that we emanate this force field and that this force field is light. And also, it's actually also sound. There's many more people who can see the aura in terms of the light and color. I've met one woman who hears the aura in terms of your unique melody, which is just as unique as the colors. But we're talking about... Um, we're talking about sound at this point. And then there's this inclination that people have toward certain colors or averse to certain colors. A friend of mine um, was a, a what, let's see, she was a color consultant. And, and her work, the basis of her work was to make people more attractive and more effective. And she worked with, she worked with anybody, actually. She, she had a, a very wide range of clients, but politicians and movie stars and performers and teachers and public lecturers and women and men who just wanted to look attractive and people who were just interested in the whole subject. And she would create a whole color palette for you. And she was, she was um, skillful beyond the ordinary in her ability to tune into this. And she was so attuned to colors. And, and when you ended up with the color palette she gave you, it wasn't merely that it is true that this is an eye extension color and it's a good color for me 
to wear when I'm having one-on-one conversations. And this is a dramatic for me. And it's a very good color when I have to stand up and speak to a large auditorium of people because this energy will, this color will make me seem dynamic and it will draw attention to me. This color is a color, is an understated, and this is the color you should wear to somebody else's birthday party (laughs) so that you will be present, but you will not be the center of attention as opposed to your dramatic and so on. But in working with her, which I did for decades, she's, she, she was a friend, a very good friend, um, I really began to appreciate on, on an even deeper level just how much different colors affect us. And for my, much of my life in this period of time would have been for about 25 years from the time that I first met her until the time that I took a certain initiation. Those of you who watch this on video or ever watch my videos, since 2009, which is a number of years now, I only wear blue because I took an initiation and part of the initiation is that this is the color that I always wear now. It's a sannyas color. The Indian tradition has been when you take the vow of sannyas, of being a Swami, that I have taken, Tradition, the traditional color was orange. Swami Kriyananda created a new Swami order in which the color is blue. And that's just a statement. Prior to that, I had a closet full of clothes, lovely clothes that I really enjoyed wearing, many different colors, but all in keeping with what my color consultant friend um, awakened me to know were the colors that were appropriate, that match my vibration. And I was very, first I was very obedient to her instructions, but over time I internalized them and I began to really understand what they were for and what they were about. And because I became quite tuned into it, it was fascinating to me. I would wake up in the morning and I would have to feel what kind of a color day it was. And if I put on the wrong colors, I would have to change my clothes. Now, I'm a little bit, probably a little more squirrely than many. I'm just like that. Very active mind. I'm always weighing and measuring and figuring things out. Or over the course of the day, it would, turn, it would turn from a red day into a green day or from a green day into a yellow day. And if I would have to give a public program, I would have to consider what, you know, what the subject, what the crowd was, what my feeling was at this point. You know, can I, can I get big enough for red or do I really need to choose turquoise? And if I had red and I wasn't big enough for red, it was, uh, it was always a bit of a challenge and I would have to get all the way to red before I could do it. My color consultant lady said that, uh, first of all, she said, everybody can wear some shade of blue, which was interesting, excuse me, of teal, not blue, but teal, which is green blue. Everybody can wear some shade of teal. And she said, and purple, um, she, she suggested to me that I should never give a public lecture in purple, even though purple was a very dynamic, dramatic for me, and it was a color that I really resonated. She said, People have strong emotional responses to purple. She said they either love it or they don't love it. And if they don't love it, you do not want to be standing there in a color that is repellent to them when you're wanting to attract them to your ideas. And she said, and it's not a question of uh, spiritual attitude or anything. She says it's just purple is a very emotional color and it just attracts. I had a friend who wore nothing but purple 
She was always dressed in purple. And she wasn't. She'd never taken any vow or anything like that. It was just she was purple. Gradually she outgrew it or she grew away from it. But for many years, that was just the only color she would wear, all variations of it. But it was always purple, my color consultant friend that made perfect sense to her <laughs> because of the passion people feel toward these things. Now, part of this is just fun. Part of it is if you need to look dynamic or magnetic for the work that you're doing, and really, who doesn't? You know, it, it's nicer. If, if we look in harmony with ourselves, it's easier for us to be ourselves, and it's easier for other people to re- relate to us. My friend really shifted over to what I would call she was a color healer. She was a color therapist. She actually herself believed that in higher ages, you know, like in, in the apex of Atlantis or some great high civilization, there were temples of healing, color healing temples. Swamiji himself experimented a lot with color healing, and there are he- many healers who experiment with that, who put you under lights of different colors. I have a friend who who, who, who gifted me with this whole um, chakra experience where I met with her over a number of weeks and every week we'd work with a different chakra and she would she would put me under the colored lights that related to that chakra and I, I, I'm very sensitive to these things. I definitely could feel it. I, I could feel that vibrations of light were going into me. So the principle of color healing is it's light therapy. I mean, we use lasers now in all kinds of ways to to change the physical world. We just haven't quite gotten to the point where we can do it as subtly and as effectively as we will as we progress into a higher age. Already people know that some people have a syndrome of, I think they call it sad syndrome, which is when you're deprived of sunlight. Some people are really susceptible that if they live in too dark a climate where there's not enough sunlight, they actually develop a psychological and even a physical syndrome because of the lack of light. All of these things are very, very true, and we can sort of scoff at them, but why bother? You know, we're going to be dressed in certain clothes. We're going to buy towels of a certain color. We're going to have sheets. You know, we don't always have the economic freedom to buy new furniture or repaint our house, but in, in many, many ways, we're going to be able to choose our environment. So do we want to have an environment that at, 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 at worst is downward pulling um, at, you know, or neutral when in fact it can be an upward moving thing? It can, it can clarify our minds. It can lift our hearts. You know, certain colors just make us happy. Think about it if we're paying any attention. And then Swami says that some of this you know, the color um, consultant, it was actually very interesting because I had my, I, I, I met a color consultant prior to the one that I really had a lifelong relationship with. And it was when I was just starting out into living a more public life and I had moved out of the, my country ashram into Silicon Valley. And I was not naturally adept at knowing how to present myself. I, w- I had to, I, it was an acquired skill for me. I had a, a, a yogi's indifference to my opinion, uh, appearance. And when I, when I knew that I was going to have to stand in front of people for hours at a time, I realized that I needed to do something to make myself not an eyesore. <laughs> and I also needed to have as much help as I could get. 
to um, being effective. It's a responsibility I had. And people had to look at me. So suddenly how I looked and how I dressed and how I presented myself and what that communicated became very important. And I realized I simply, I needed to look like someone who knew what they were doing. And in our particular society, I mean, in India, you can have some, you know, some hoary sage come down who's just a complete disheveled and people only look into his eyes and they, they respect the fact that he's utterly indifferent to the physical world. In Silicon Valley, when you're a 40-year-old woman, which I was at the time, standing up trying to talk to uh, you know, high-level entrepreneurs, I had to look like I knew what I was doing. So the first color consultant gave me colors according to my physiology, which is I have green eyes, I have brown hair, I have a certain skin tone and so on. And the colors she gave me were what you would call in the autumn palette. Just, you know, the sort of the burnt oranges and various things like that. Browns, dark colors. They suited me. They suited my physiology. But I never liked them. I never liked them at all. The next, and I just had it. And then I got involved with this other woman who, who came to our temple and I met her that way. And she gave me colors that suited my aura, which was spring. And that's, I had this, this just bright, clear uh, bouquet of flowers. And she basically told me I could wear any two colors together because just as you can make a bouquet of all these spring flowers, you can just put them all together. They were all clear. I had no browns. I had no, I just had no downward pulling colors. Every color was bright and clear. Because even though my physiology looked one way, my aura looked a different way. And those colors, completely, I embraced them, I resonated with them. And starting from that point, it's been just a tremendous part of my life. What color is it? You know, when I actually changed to blue, thank God it's a color I love. And after all these years, I, I've really, I really love always wearing blue. But it was, a, it was a serious concern to me when I lost the options of color because I, I wasn't sure how I was going to adjust to that. What if it's not a blue day and I still have to wear blue? But blue is the color of Christ consciousness. And it's sort of like it's become the other side of the, the indifference I had to my appearance when I was much younger was, was slothful is actually how I'm going to put it. It was just, I didn't want to put out the energy. I didn't know what, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to dress appropriately. I didn't know how to think about it. And I didn't want to put out the energy to learn. So I'm just going to become indifferent to it. So I was indifferent because I, I didn't want to put out energy. At this end, it's, it's, the, it's the indifference that comes from, I'm going somewhere else now and I really want to get there. And surrounding myself in, the color of Christ consciousness is exactly the vibration that I always want to be in. You see how interesting it is? Life is so full of so many choices. And, you know, we're in this world anyway, and we have to act. So we might as well act for our highest and best interests. So Swami says, The colors of the rainbow have not only a visual impact, they also affect you vibrationally when they resonate with the field of energy surrounding you. That is to say, your aura. Surround yourself with pure colors. Muddy hues can obscure mental clarity, 
Bright hues can induce brighter emotions. Colors should resonate with your nature as it is and with the qualities you would like to develop in yourself. Joy to you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners, so if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation, or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.